0: Welcome back to another episode of Texas Tap Rooms. I'm your host, Murph. We're here at Misfit Outpost today with Juan Sanchez and Sarah Nadine. Guys, thanks for uh, having me here today. Hey,
1: good morning. and Thanks for having us on, Murph.
0: Don't tell everybody it's morning. We can't. We oh. can't. <laughs> you know we're drinking too early. Yes. I think we've got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> it's evening, guys. It's evening. Yeah. We're enjoying a T- great Great day. I am having a beer.
2: Typical Sunday. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Started <laughs> at 10 a.m. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, I also want to introduce um, Stoner. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for the Sorry, I had to, have, had to give you a nickname. Uh, it's Eric Stone. Eric um, Eric joined, actually, first show. Yep, first show today. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't think we talked a whole lot about Eric. Um, I just want to do a quick little intro, because he's going to do a few uh, guest spots with me on the show, especially around the Houston area, although he's going to tell you a little bit about it. I was at a conference in Dallas. It was actually right before I um, recorded the Neutral Grounds episode up there, but I ran into some of your colleagues, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was telling them about this podcast I do, and they said, man, you got to meet Eric, right? I'm dropping the Eric from now on. Okay? There you go. Uh, it's Stoner from now on. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, he said, you got to meet Eric. Like, he, he goes to breweries all over America. Like That's his thing, yeah. right? And so without dwelling on it too much, like he's kind of a beer aficionado, um, a brewery aficionado, whatever you want to call it. But tell us, uh, uh, Stoner, a little bit about
3: you know, your hobby of uh, visiting breweries and visiting kind of stuff. breweries. Well, it's, it's funny because I feel like, you know, for my age right now, you kind of end up growing up with craft beer, especially kind of that revolution back in, I would say probably 2008. Well, I'm originally from the Oklahoma city area and everyone likes to talk about horrendous liquor laws and kind of the dark ages of beer, you know, and that was, pretty much almost ground central for that. Um, similar to what was going on in Texas here. It's, you know, back in those days, you barely had anything available. Of course, you couldn't go there. It was always based on samples because of the way the liquor laws associated with. So kind of moving through there, you know, you kind of get your first taste here and there. And then, you know, I moved around a little bit because of my job, but kind of coming back into Houston area, it was in January of 16. You know, that's really things around here start kicking off like super you know, elevated and, you know, just kind of, I found it a super enthralling hobby to say, you know, I'm going to go to a brewery, you know, kind of a brewery and say, all right, I'm going to have here, what does the vibe look like? You know, kind of what is the, you know, what's the beer on tap, you know, the staff that's available to be able to speak with just kind of holistically, you go and visit all these places because I always feel it's a, you know, again, it is an art and it's a lot of labor of love for the people who do develop this wonderful you know beer that we drink today and from that I go you know it's also kind of a you know amalgamation of you know where people are from kind of the area you're at and then just kind of get the whole city vibe if you're in a different state if you're in Texas and vice versa it's you know from that point forward I was realizing you know this would be an amazing hobby to do to just go travel to say hey I want to try this I want to go have this and the, the best part of it about now is I have a wonderful girlfriend who does... She's done it beforehand, too, and she joins me on everything, and she's kind of like that main driver to say, let's go do this. So it's the best of both, best of both worlds at the moment. So I was very, very excited for that, and that's why we've kind of started keeping track of everything else, because people ask the question, so how many states you have been to? How many breweries you have been to? Well, Google, she- Google Sheets is my friend now, and we're keeping track of that, which... So how how many breweries have you been to? (laughs) Since we've been together, I think we're at the 410 mark, and this is about two and a half years. There you go. 410 breweries. Unique breweries. So those are the places we've been to together for a second time or a third time. Really? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. And, uh, And how many in Texas? Oh, how many in Texas? Oh, shoot. I'd have to look that up. I don't, I don't have anything know. at the top of my head, but I do know for this year we've done 110, I think. That's a bit crazy, man. Wow.
0: That's a bit crazy. Anyways, I just
3: figured as a co host, who better
0: <laughs> yeah. than somebody who's been to 410 breweries? And so, welcome to the show, Stoner. Oh, thank you. Um, and yeah, congratulations on finding somebody who's going to support a hobby. Because I know that oh, relationship's yeah. not going to work <laughs> if I told my wife I'm just going to go visit breweries every weekend. So uh, good on yeah, you. It's called and supporting that, local, right? Yeah, exactly, supporting exactly. independent business. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for being here. Um, and, guys, just a quick note. Uh, if, if you like the show, if you like the content, please uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, check out TexasTapRooms.com. Give us a five-star review uh, on the show. And, of course, uh, just help us grow this uh, the interest in this industry and help shed light on these fantastic small small business owners, these small breweries. Uh, I think they're doing a great job, great service for um, the industry. Okay, well, let's uh, jump into it here. Uh, I said we're here at Misfit Outpost. Guys, uh, we're up in Cyprus, kind of south of Tomball, south of uh, Highway 99, in Houston, of course. Uh, right. Kind of up in the in a northwest corner uh, of the city um the address is 16103 Grant Road right do I have that right Grant, yes. Grant Road uh, up in Cypress Texas um tell us about the place man like why'd you pick this place uh why here um yeah just give us the rundown yeah
1: so right now uh out of our warehouse is a little over 2500 square feet um, and we have a three and a half barrel system pond in the back. Uh, We're kind of at the end of a warehouse strip. We landed here um, kind of through a relationship with the biggest brewery that was occupying this space that we're sitting in now, um, which was a kind of a local staple. But then I know that through COVID, through kind of trying to get back on their feet, they had a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of obstacles to get back to where they could be in a place to keep the spot. Um, So kind of just through some relationships and the industry they reached out to to us, kind of asking for advice on how to properly get out of the industry, what to do with the equipment in the spot, and um, for those of that know, uh, Misfit was closed at the time when all this was just going on, so we took the opportunity to ask him if, and the land, you know, the landlord to see if Misfit could just move in, occupy the spot, kind of turnkey it within a week or two, and then yeah, I mean everything worked out as far as um, agreements, timelines. Um, yeah, we've been here. We hit ninety days actually yesterday.
2: Yes, so. we did. Yeah, ninety so days. We made Congratulations. Yeah, so We made it <laughs> ninety
1: days so far. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how we how we got to this spot. Um, luckily, we still see a lot of familiar faces from our old spot. Um, constantly see new faces from our mouth. So. Uh, it's very, it's very promising, it's very exciting for us, um, so, yeah, we'll just, beer, just brewing beer and making memories out here.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, the old spot you were at was, like, not too far from here, just... Yeah, it was about maybe four minutes away, five minutes away. Okay. Right,
2: yeah. yeah, In Rose Hill.
0: And, and so you guys kind of, you were over there, at, like, that started in 2021, was that right? Or? Yes. Yeah, it was, yes. uh, we opened Labor Day of 2021.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: You adventurous guys, man! How, how many people that I talked to started like during COVID started a new business? You know, yeah. it's uh, pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy timing. I a know. difficult time to start a new business, um, but you know, people get through it. Hopefully, you know. Um, and so, so you moved out of that place and got here, and, and you've been here ninety days. Open ninety days yeah. now. Huh? Okay,
1: how things been? It's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've been great. Um, they've been great. It's Like I said, it's just, we're getting our, you know, crowd of locals, regulars, people coming. Like I said, we have the the pond in the back, so people actually come, their kids, kids will fish while the parents kind of observe with the beer in their hand.
2: Oh yeah, fun Um, fact, we do, yeah, we do have fish in that pond, so yeah, you can come by and catch and release, (laughs) so we'll see a lot of people sometimes out there with like their fishing poles and... Just boat racing too, and it's.
0: Yeah. You're gonna have to put some big fish in there, just yeah. so yeah. we have a you know, big so, bass. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, yeah, pretty, it's like this. Yeah, right it's yeah. like.
2: Yeah. He's like three feet. I think <laughs> he's like <laughs> super <laughs> <big>. <laughs> he's huge. He's huge. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: um, yeah. Other than that, it's, it's been going well. It's our our biggest goal once we close the old spot, getting into here was getting back into the center's community as far as the craft beer market, because um, obviously. You guys see ninety nine going east and West. It's just construction, construction. It's just really. It was really important to us to, you know, set the foreground, and set the groundwork in the community, um, so that way in a couple of years, you know, this to been around cycles for five years already. So you know, and
0: you can see that. You know, I I I used to drive ninety nine. So I live in Katy. So going to the airport or going to the woodlands or going anywhere like that, you're driving 99. Most of it's kind of it's kinda barren, not barren land, but it's vacant land right now. But you can definitely see through Tomball, through different yeah. parts of Cyprus, it's growing. Sure. And, and as yeah. you're coming in through here, which is not too far off the highway, just about a couple of minutes off the highway. Yeah. Um, but as you're driving through here, you can still see there's tons of vacant land. It's somewhat yeah. rural, yeah. but that's only a matter of time. Right. right. So yeah, I like yeah. what you're doing there. Plant a flag. Uh, the, the town is going to grow around you. This will grow. It's just a it's matter of time. Idea. Right. It's yeah. like the rest of Houston. Yeah. Um. So are you guys from the Cypress area? Like, how, like how? Well, actually, tell me about you guys. Okay. Like, uh, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let go first. Let's start personally. Okay. First, and okay. then we'll get into how you get into brewing. But like, yeah, okay. are you from Houston area? Are you from this
2: area? Um, I'm originally from the Sugarland area. Okay. So, um, uh, currently we live in uh, we live closer to Tom Ball, so we're like 20 minutes away from here. Yeah. But, uh, but I grew up in like the a leaf Sugarland area, uh, which is about like 45 minutes away from here. Um, I I first got into craft beer in like 2021. 20, um. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was like a just a big craft beer nerd, um, kind of like Eric. Just you traveled and not not as much as you have, of course. I don't know if I'll ever get to that number, but which is amazing. But just trying different um, breweries, brew brewpubs. Um, I immediately fell in love with craft beer, and um, didn't start brewing until after COVID. So it was like twenty twenty one. Like it wasn't until I started working remotely, so I got anxious and anxious. I just wanted to you know do some other stuff that was like hands on. Because before I was in the, um, I was in the pharmaceutical field, and I'd be on my feet all day. I would work like um, six to seven days a week, uh, every other weekend as well, um, holidays. So yeah, I didn't really have time to like get into a hobby or you know. A, do anything
0: so so like pharmaceuticals that. are you, are you a are you a chemist or
2: no i was a, a chemo technician so okay. i would make all the chemo chemo uh, radioactive drugs and right. yeah at a cancer hospital uh, that's what i did for like 8 hours a day yeah.
0: and so now you're brewing uh, a, a health elixir
2: yes <laughs> yes so instead of making chemo now I'm making beer but
0: it's, it's all good stuff it's uh, my last show was at Acapon brewery Oh, okay. In uh, Dripping Springs, yeah. and um, I'll I'm surely I'll mess it up. But what hat do I have on here today? It's that yeah. one. Oh yeah.
4: Oh okay. Yeah I've yeah. Got the,
0: I've got the Acapon hat on, um, but basically this was the plague doctor, right? right? Yeah. Um, yes yes. And Acapon being a uh, basically a basically a health kind of drink, a health food. Okay. Um, no, not necessarily right. health food, but like. Uh, something to restore restorative health, right? So, uh, back in those days, beer was probably safer to drink than water because it was it was boiled. True. Right?
2: Yes, very true.
0: So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, you brought up something there, uh, Stoner. Man, you should be looking at the uh, Guinness Book of World Records for haven't visited as the most breweries in the world like i don't know if anybody i don't know anybody else who's been to more than four, like a
3: hundred so it, it <laughs> yeah, either. it's yeah. quite funny because i forget what it was maybe about a year or two ago there was a i don't know what maybe it was an rv company or something was trying to put out and say hey do you want to go travel for beer for like two years or something i'll pay you a salary and all that and i think people kept forwarding to michelle mm-hmm. saying here you go you want to try this you want to try this but I don't know, maybe not too adventurous for that part, but it would be fun <laughs> to just a, take a sabbatical, right? Just right. go, I'm just going to
0: go around and drink. You know, all with so- social media and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure you could have catalogued that. You could have had an Instagram channel and people would have been eating that up. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have found a new career, Yeah, a career out of the hobby. You know, that's that's yeah. the best career to have, one that's built out of a hobby.
3: But, yeah. but I will yeah. say just being in, as far as for just the craft beer industry itself, it's it's probably some of the most loving and wholesome and just kind of down-to-earth people you can meet. Yeah, it's great. The, the, yeah. the best of people, to be honest mm-hmm. with you.
0: I agree. Uh, Juan, what about you? Are you from this area, or are you
1: from Sugarland too? too? Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up in a town called Cut and Shoot, Texas. Cut and Shoot? Cut and Shoot, Texas. Cut so it's, uh, shoot. it's by Conroe, between Conroe and Cleveland. Okay. Um, I think when I was growing up it was like a town of like 800 people. So I went to school out there. um, And then as soon as I went to college, I was like, I can't do the three-hour commute (laughs) from the city to the country every day. So as soon as I could, I moved out. Um, But I've always lived, you know, in like spring, like the Cypress area and stuff like that. So I've always lived on the side of town, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, it's kind of funny because I live in Katy and, you know, through, through COVID and all that kind of stuff, and, and whatever happened, but I was looking for a job for a short period of time too, and I had a um, an acquaintance, somebody I knew, somebody in the industry, a colleague that he worked uh, up in Conroe, and, I, yeah. and he said, he said Murph, come on in, let's talk about a job, right? And so I'm living in Katy, yeah, and so like I'm driving up ninety nine, I'm driving up to Conroe, and like partway on this on this drive up there, like there's no way in hell I'm doing this every day, yeah. right? But out of respect for him, I, I said, you know, I'm going to go talk to him, at least check it out, check yeah. heart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then I get up there and tell him, man, I, I'm not making this drive every day. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just, I'm just <laughs> doing time. It, it yeah. is, yeah. A I mean, it's an hour and a half drive. Yeah. I'm not spending my time, like you said, uh, you know, you want some more of your time, you want some more free time, and you yeah. just can't see yourself doing that every day yeah right
2: We're working remote definitely have a lot more time because i i was driving to the med center from where we live i was like in traffic sometimes like an hour 15 minutes like you know yeah. back coming back or going to and on 45 so sure. yeah i save that time now that's like two and a half hours of my time yeah. <laughs> yeah. together
0: so um am i being presumptuous here are you guys a couple or no
4: Yes,
2: yes
0: you are, are. okay yeah. so how did you guys come together um beer <laughs> literally beer beer, yes. <laughs> beer. Um, we have uh, a <laughs> beer see not only is it a, a, a health elixir it brings people it brings people together, together
1: people. Right? Yeah, yeah. okay cool um we, uh, we have should a, I you yeah. want to go or should I know? it was funny because he was here it was he Friday, was here on Thursday, Thursday. yeah So our friend Louis uh, when you, I was homebrewing, brewing uh, I met our friend Louis um just kind of through social media, I got to know him a little bit better. And then um, he would always get my homebrewing cans, my releases. And then he, on the other side, knew Sarah. And one day he was trading beers with her. He brought some Dallas stuff into town. He
2: did. Uh, yeah. yeah, we met up like halfway. Yeah,
1: so she met yeah. up with him at Crap Beer Cellar down here uh, in Cyprus. on am yeah. Cyprus. And he, I think they were sitting at the bar. And then he was like, oh, like you follow Misfit. Yeah. And she was okay. like, well, who's that? And so, you know, the social media mm-hmm. kind of brought us together, and then after that, yeah. we figured out that we were both in the Lewis. Yeah. And then one thing, then we figured out that we had a lot of similar interests as far as like music, horror, art, mm-hmm. plus the beer. It was just beer, kind of like right. took off from there, and then ever since then, it's been just been growing since then. So that's yeah. been a, a few years now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Uh,
0: on that note, you just you, did you say horror? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I was going to ask you, you know, kind of ask you about the beginnings of Misfit and Yeah. the big beginnings of the brewery and where the name came from. Is yeah. that is that partly it? Like, how did you pick yeah. Misfit Outpost?
1: Is it is it based on your, your love of horror or what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, in college, uh, I had a group of friends. We did a, a nonprofit, it was like a kind of a fitness nonprofit that we would go around and host free workouts at. In community parks, and we'd request and accept donations, and then at the end of the uh, the month, we would donate it to any uh, local charities. So that's kind of how it all. Um, I'm going to get back to that. So whenever uh, myself and those group of friends would go out to any functions or you know anything that we were in front of a group of people, um, I was into what I was in. Now it always went black. Just kind of, I was just always into what I was into, and they really weren't, but. We all just got along pretty well. so. But whenever we would get introduced, they'd be like, oh, he's like the misfit of the group because it's just who he is. But, hey, man, he's a great guy. So um, that was a couple years before I started brewing. um, And then once I got into craft beer and then um, I really, really thought about branding myself and getting out there in the industry. um, Kind of looked around and just kind of felt like that was a good name that wasn't taken yet. Um, So, like, our logo is, you know, it's... Predominantly a skull uh, with a Texas on the forehead. Um, The stitching's on, or like the scars on the face is kind of a a homage to Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. Um, The skull (laughs) is kind of represents, you know, your time on this planet is very short. So just remember that. Make the best of what you can with what you have. And just, yeah, just give back as much as you can, for sure. Um, So... Aside from that, the branding, uh, we like to come off as very clean, macabre, kind of um, gothic. You know, obviously the wall behind us is completely full of art and more of the dark art type stuff.
2: Um, uh, also, can I, can yeah. I to let them know that he does design all this himself? So all the, our beer labels... Um, yeah, he designs all of them. So sure, this we know. is Wait a
0: this is your art? Great. Yes, yeah. that's his oh, artwork.
2: Every piece besides the, the big one besides in the middle, song, yeah, yeah, is his. So. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. so, yeah. And then I saw this one right here. This was donated by yeah. artists. Yes, so, one of our regulars. Yeah, yeah regular brought, regular brought say, that one in. How do you know that? Social media. Social, <laughs> social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what yeah. I so,
1: so, yeah, that's how uh, kind of short- noted version of how this um, the branding and the name came about. And then, yeah. Um, our original logo was a little bit different, but whenever we decided to take the leap to kind of be more, um, get it cleaned up to be more. Um, more transferable. Know, transferable to yeah. anything.
2: Unlike, yeah, merch just to yeah, be more detailed. Like and yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't have an artistic bone in my body. So um, I got to give props to anybody that can create art like this. Like, you know, I I can draw a stick figure. <laughs> that's as far as it goes for me.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool, man. Uh, so, what about uh, this? Then, so what about brewing? You you said like 220, uh, 2021 You had an interest in brewing and that kind of stuff. Uh, you mentioned home brewing. Yeah. Uh, when did you get into wanting to home brew? And, and were you home brewing too, or just? I or, or no.
2: I had purchased a, a home brewing kit in 2019. I never I never got a chance to like actually like touch it or brew cuz of the yeah, the position that I had. So yeah, it wasn't until I started working remotely was when I, I finally had time to actually like get in and start brewing. And at the time Juan and I were already together, so, you know, what better teacher to have? And <laughs> I uh, I did a lot of YouTube, um, courses online and then just Juan well, just guiding me, um,
4: YouTube's a wonderful thing. You know,
2: there's, oh there's, yeah. There's, there's a there. lot of like, so yeah, <laughs> so much information as far as like when it comes to brewing, um, on, on YouTube. It's all, and it's all free. It's, it's lovely. <laughs>
0: you know, I was, uh, we were actually having a conversation. I had a July 4th, uh, party, uh, just July 4th. And uh, I was talking to some friends about, like, yeah. education these days. And I, I said, you know, the world needs a revolution around education.
3: Yes. because right.
0: Like, there's so much material online yeah. that these old institutions about going to university, I don't, I, I really don't think it's needed anymore. I really don't. Right. Now, that's not, that's not to say that you don't learn stuff in these institutions, but, like, the things you can learn. From, uh, online, uh, videos, YouTube, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's such a great resource yes. for people who want to learn how to do mechanics how to right. repair a carburetor, how to repair an yep. engine or even brew yeah. beer, right? right? So, so you're relatively new at brewing beer.
2: I am. Bon, he's he's uh, a veteran right when, there. <laughs> when
1: did you start brewing beer? If I get my dates right, it's somewhere between 2017, somewhere around 2017, uh, um, I was at the time I was living with my sister and her husband. Um, and, Hadn't paid rent, so yeah. like <laughs> Here's some beer. So, <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think uh, this was before like they had like their daughters like my nieces now, so we would just drink a lot. And I think it was around the time I was moving into the city and stuff like that. So they just welcomed me with open arms. And um, anyway, so we were drinking beer from all different breweries. And I think it was kind of how um, Stutter was saying, like, I think that time was, everything was just See, like, it's catching was eyes. like, catching <laughs> was, <laughs> was bumping, like everything, like, like all these words are coming up, like that was a really, really good time for craft beer. So right. um, just trying everything. And then one night, I mean, it's just like, I just got really drunk. And then I was like, well, how does one differentiate the styles and like, what makes the style the style? So after a few weeks, oh like a homebrew kit's like 200 bucks, whatever. And then I had to ask permission. I was like, hey, can I buy like a one-gallon kit and like brew on your, your kitchen st- stove top? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And then, you know, because the same thing. They're like, we, well, if anything, we'll get some mediocre or terrible beer out of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's how I, that's how I started. Um, and we, uh, then after that, we, I did like one-gallons for quite a bit. And uh, we also had a mutual friend who was already doing like – five gallon like all grain batches um, who's a mutual friend of myself and my sister and my brother-in-law and they were about to have their first daughter. So then our friend was like, Hey, why don't we do um, a diaper party beer for your brother-in-law? And I was like, okay. So that was my first introduction to like all grain brewing. And then, so after that, um, then that bug just kept kicking in my head and started upgrading equipment Spending a lot of money on equipment. And then after a while, you know, our buddy, he was kind of getting out of it. So he gave me all of his equipment. Uh, yeah, that was kind of how that started and hasn't stopped since. So. That's
0: a good friend to have. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> yeah. And Stoner, if you want to jump in at any time or right. <laughs> any questions you got, by <laughs> all means, just jump in there. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add, go for it. um Man, that's uh that's that's interesting. So, but still relatively new. Like, so, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. You said two thousand. you Bought the kit. Two thousand nineteen. Never really got going until two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. I mean, two thousand seventeen is only what six, six years away. Six years, yeah. Man, years go by. I'm getting older. Yeah. <laughs> but what about um, what about things like we talk about nightmares? Uh, you know, startup nightmares, startup successes. Yeah. You know, kind of interesting stories. It's been a while ago, but I think it was episode two. I was at Under the Radar Brewery? Been there just mm-hmm. under. Yeah. And uh, they still have it. They didn't cover it up, but there's a bullet hole in their wall. And, you know, in the area of town they're in, uh, I guess there was some... They got caught up in some crossfire. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. You know, and, and you guys are good friends with... Uh, um, Project Halo uh, yes. Steve Melissa yes, listen, yeah. Melissa and so they were yes. I think they were episode 5 or something like that maybe yeah. Okay. and he was telling me on opening day uh, he was trying to ma- uh, I think he was mounting a TV maybe what it was and he had drilled into the wall and but he hit a, hit a uh, water pipe yes yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, we heard about that <laughs> and yeah. he flooded yeah. basically flooded and then ended yes, up yes, yes. flooding his uh, POS machine and that kind of stuff so yes. you know What about you guys? Any, uh, you started in twenty twenty one. What nightmares? What successes? Any kind of fun stories? Any kind of fun characters that show up here? Like,
1: Uh, man, man, I don't know. I would say like we had a lot of more interesting stuff in our old spot. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. our location. We inherited a pretty beat down type of show. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So from the get go, that was just a lot of financial burden on us to get that place going um but we made it work I mean I don't know we knock on this table real quick I don't think we've had something drastically happen to where we're like shit like if we don't get this fixed, they like it could put us out for like a whole day or something like that yeah um,
2: not, not at yeah not at this location for sure yeah not at
1: this location um I would say, like, as far as successes, um, I think I mentioned earlier, like, our old um, customers come back. They get to know us still. Obviously, they they do like the old spot because it was five acres. It was like we had a whole concert stage. We had in-house, you know, barbecue. Um, it was just a real really kind of Austin vibe. Was really a lot of trees yeah. a lot of land we had a lot of plans for that yeah I, I was
0: mentioning that so I was, I was at Acapon but I was headed yeah. back out to West Texas and I drove through uh, Johnson City and I hit up a few breweries because I was just in town for like yeah. a few hours and um, uh, Acapon was the first one to get back to me but while I was there the guy from Ghost Note showed yeah. up <laughs> And I looked at their Instagram, like, they're out in the country. And then I, I was driving down a road, and I passed by 12 Fox yeah. at a brewery. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to stop in.
4: Yeah.
0: And, yeah, 12 Fox is, like, out in the, in the yeah. woods. Right? And it's a pretty, cool, pretty cool spot. I like those places. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the rural places, too, just like this, right? Got yeah. the fishing, fishing hole out back. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. not going to say it's country, but it's uh, it's a little more rural. For sure. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 um and you talked about the old place uh, and the barbecue and things like that um, has have you cha- has have you taken the things from there over to here have you taken the recipes or are the are, are the beer recipes you have up here what you did over there are they all brand new or wow. what? Uh,
2: there we've brought some back like popular stuff um, there we do have a lot a lot of new recipes now we've been So I know at at this location, we've been doing a lot more brewing versus at the older location. We were pretty limited. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah, we brought back some favorites. Um, Zymotic is actually one of them. Um, uh, Oh, you guys haven't had that one yet, but yeah, we'll get to that in in a little bit.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, like you said, we... We didn't really get to brew 100% on site there because that was kind of one of the issues that why we were shut down by the county was the building that was built there from the previous owner was never permitted. Right. It was too close to the easement to the church that was next door. Um, so when we put in the brew house, we just ran into a lot of hurdles with that. Um. So we were just like, brewing off site at our um, sister brewery Fortress in the spring. Um, Fortress, but, uh, is, that, um, is
0: that Dion Miller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, see, I'm um, from Newfoundland. Yeah. Oh.
4: Okay.
0: Ah, okay. D- Dion, Dion graduated school two years ahead of me. Okay. Okay. Ah. Yeah. So I know Dion. We've, we've been talking about going up and doing a show. We yeah. just haven't done it yet. So, All right. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they helped us out with that, um, and but now when we got in this place. You know, we inherited the the brew house that we have now. Um, so now we're able to fully. Brew whatever, we want, whatever we want, whenever we as want. Soon as there's a tank empty. So, we're,
2: yeah, we're brewing and fill that so up. So we're
1: brewing a lot of different styles, a lot of new recipes, um, and also while we were shut down for the eight months, it really, really gave us some time to learn, more fine tune a lot more of the stuff that we were having not issues with, but we we're like, hey, like we can improve on this. Like, let's take the downtime and really figure out what's really going on. Let's try other stuff, mm-hmm. try new yeast, new profiles, new malts, hops, hopping techniques. We really took that time to really just be better to prepare ourselves for whenever the day came. And sooner or later, like that, the text came through that like, Hey, we might have a new spot. So whenever we were preparing to brew for the first time, we were already ready with the whole mm-hmm. schedule of like, okay, these are the things that we want to rebrew with the new techniques mm-hmm. or new styles that we've been kind of holding back on. So, yeah. um, it worked out. Like, it's, it's worked out for us right now. So
2: Yeah. Honestly, we're yeah, we're having a lot more fun now at this location.
3: Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably get to this when we try some of the beers a bit later. But as you mentioned about, you know, creating new styles, new recipes, and so forth, what do you try to highlight or what are your kind of your big focal points when you're looking at different styles for saying? Because I see, you know, you have the pale ale, you have a hazy IPA you have imperial stout on the board but what do you try to kind of shoot for when you say oh i'm going to make a new recipe is it more that light drinking you know texas heat style or is it just kind of yeah. more diverse not really hop heads because again is a little bit more hazy-ish or if you yeah. want to go like super stouts and all that
2: yeah yeah we try to do both yeah because i mean we're, we've been doing um a lot more lagers now like lighter stuff mm-hmm. um of course the cater you know it's been it's been really hot and as far as like new stuff like you know, yeah, we just recently, we, well, we're out of it now, but we did a West Coast-style red IPA.
4: Yeah.
3: Something
2: that we've never done before. Just, yeah, just basically putting a, a red and a West Coast together. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And, right. like, to t- like for that, too, like, we uh, next week we'll do, we'll release a West Coast-style rice lager. Rice, right. yeah. So, like, there's a, kind of a turn in the industry right now that, like, West Coast pilseners, West Coast lagers are kind of doing its thing to where it's creating a buzz right um i know equal parts did a west coast pilsner too long ago yeah i
2: really believe um, there's somebody else in in houston they're yeah. kind of coming down here yeah it was like a, it's a california thing yeah
1: but as far as here i mean i think branding wise when i was homegrown people knew misfit as like super just ipa forward driven mm-hmm. but we really really still like our lagers a lot yes. um, <laughs> and you know like the pill lager that we have i mean we just kind of did our twists on it we change the yeast on it and we hopped it like a like an ipa but it's five percent it's crushable or like people love it um yeah it's nothing too traditional um but it's not far off from right. traditional
4: mm-hmm.
1: it's just kind of like a an eye opener it's like well i've never had a like she said a west coast style red ipa right yeah let's it's make just wine. like well, does that even work does it does that even work together or not yeah or how can you manipulate grain bills to balance out with hops and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like, can that work? And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. We won't brew it again. If it does, then, hey, yeah. we'll add it to the to list of things that worked. So,
2: yeah.
1: Um, also, yeah.
2: stouts, too. Stouts yeah. are something that we never really brewed a lot. But, yeah, over here we uh, – <laughs> That's something that we also want to focus on is a lot more stouts and also barrel aging. Um, I'm a big stout person, (laughs) so we are working on a barrel program here.
0: (laughs) I'm a huge fan of stouts, and uh, a lot of people talk about in the summer, like we don't do stouts in the summer. It's like stouts are drinkable year-round. Come on.
2: Yes, I, I agree, and that's kind of what I want to push on this side of town, just to make sure we at least have like one or two stouts on top, just to... Yeah. for people who appreciate them. But yeah, we are going to get started on our, our Barrel Age program uh, pretty soon and just get that going for like next
0: year. Nice. On yeah. uh, the yeah. stout I asked you guys about Project Halo. Didn't you guys do like a uh, like a collaboration with those guys? Didn't you do uh, yeah, two, the, two? Tri- the
2: triple yeah. black IPA? But didn't
0: you do, a, like, and was it, it Midnight Zoomies or was that? No, no.
2: Different one? Midnight
0: We've done a different one. done it, But tri- it was a style, wasn't it?
2: No. No. We uh, did a triple
1: black IPA. triple
0: black IPA. Black IPA.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that one was yeah. called Disco Demon. Yeah. Oh, Disco that That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it. Was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We also did a, a New Zealand Pilsner with them
0: also. Okay.
2: Yes. Yep, yeah, I
0: that. think Midnight Zoomies was their, I think that was their stout, but it was, yeah, the Disco Demon. That was the one that uh, got me, I think that day. Yeah, that was the dude. Yeah. So pretty <laughs> much a, a one, triple version of, of that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically. What, what is that? Uh, he's looking at Black IP. Black IP. Oh, Black IP. Yeah. That yeah. was the one, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Um, I, like the diff- I like the variety. You know, there's a lot of places people go and they get IPAs. Um, I personally like Stouts and Lagers, um, you know, so as I've said all the time, when you go to these uh, small breweries, you've got a good selection and you can kind of uh, attend to every every flavor profile and every uh, personal uh, palate of what people right. like, you know, so... Yeah. I like stouts, and and you said you like stouts and, and yeah. lagers, right? So.
2: I do, She's yeah. definitely the, the, stout, the stout person. I am the stout person. <laughs> um, I see that. That Yeah, you did we're, get the stout gonna, earlier. We're going
0: to be good friends because that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, every time I show up somewhere, that's what I'm drinking is a stout first. Uh, and other than that, it's a lager. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and a running he, gag on the show a hockey beer. It's a great hockey beer. That's why Stoner got the name Stoner because <laughs> when you're playing hockey, so... I just gave him his name, by the way. I don't know if he likes it yet or not. He might punch me when we get out there. <laughs> He's like, but um, in hockey, people tend like their nicknames kind of end in like Y, like or, or an E sound or an R sound. So like Stone doesn't go. It's not Stony. Stony doesn't. That's not right. It's Stoner. If it <laughs> if it ends with a consonant, maybe uh, maybe it's going to be the E sound, right? So. My name's easy because it's Murph E, but if it ends if it already ends in an E, they're going to drop the E and they're just going to come in Murph. So I, I'm called Murph. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just hockey stuff, it's sports <laughs> stuff. Anyways, you're Stoner. There you go. Stoners. Oh, going to stick. We could have went with Stoney too. Stoney could have worked.
2: I, I like Stoner better. I like yeah.
0: Stoner. Stony, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: He's, Sorry, you're, he's you're,
0: stoner. you're just Stoner for Oh, here there you now, go. Again. See? <laughs> I use <keep> Stoner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm looking at a shirt. It's, it's yeah, he said sure beer, like he stoned her. a <laughs> beer he <laughs> <stung> <laughs> uh, chronicle? Oh, uh, this, I,
0: we got this one at uh, Star Sailor. Yeah, okay. okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Nice. Um What about the uh, the food? You said, so you had a... Did you have a full kitchen over there? You yeah. Said, so in-house? You yeah, just, yeah, we had a full kitchen. Yes, okay. we did, yes. And so not here. So no. no. They're relying on food <laughs> trucks over yeah. here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming all that stuff, food trucks, uh, whoever's showing up is... On Instagram it's on uh, on your website, where
1: you, where you yeah. Post? So we'll post uh, usually on Wednesdays. We'll post our weekly schedule, whether that's what food trucks are going to be here, what events are going to happen, or any releases. Uh, we'll post our trivia or karaoke nights, or happy hours. So we'll every week we'll do a post on what people can plan out for for the week. So. Okay, on Instagram, yeah. is it, or Facebook? Or Facebook, we'll, we'll just do both, yeah, yeah at
2: the okay. same time. Yeah. So, yeah, right now we're open at Thursday through Sunday, Sunday. so we try to have a food truck every day, right. available.
0: Right. Gotta have food when you're drinking. Yes. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Or fishing, 100%. whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, what about this venue here? Uh, you know, we got the space inside, um, but you got, also got the in the patio outside. Yes. Um, what portion of this place do you guys own, or or that's part of, you know, your business? Because we're kind of in a, uh, I don't know what you what you call this. Is this a kind of
1: commercial block or yeah, it's like a yeah. warehouse commercial block? Uh, yeah, uh, warehouse type. So, like, we have. I would say every tenant here has access to the on Um as far as, like, if it's sectioned off into who has the rights to what half, there's not anything that's laid out to where, you know, you can't be on my side of the lake or whatever it is, right? So we all have access to it equally. Uh, luckily, all of our other tenants or neighbors here, they only work Monday through Friday, so they're never here on the weekends. Um, so outside of this store we have probably, like, um, eight, ten more tables that are covered in our garage area, and then outside of that, we have another eight or ten tables that I'll see the pond up there. Okay. Yeah, and that
2: whole outside area is ours as well, the outdoor seating.
0: Right. Yeah. I I haven't been out through the garage area yet, but we'll we'll go out and get some pictures and, and yeah. kind of feature this on social media. Uh, of course you guys got way more followers than us, but like right. we're just trying to keep, right. keep keep pushing forward and keep this yeah. out there. Um I think you should be uh, putting a uh, an access to the lake for your tenant your other tenants here. That they just need to buy a beer, a beer before they, before they go out there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to make your time over there a little more enjoyable, and it's going to help you out too. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so so uh, then the food is all you guys don't handle food right now. Correct. Focus on the beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the uh, food is going to come through whatever food vendors are here. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. okay and, and you kind of get mix those up uh, throughout the week.
1: Uh, different, yeah. Different vendors. Yeah. We, different
2: rotating tracks. Yeah. We try to
1: keep it as you know like she said rotating as much as possible it's a little bit easier because sarah and i we're the only ones that kind of handle everything we uh we do have one employee that she runs the tap room when we're open but that freezes up to do all the admin stuff that goes with running a business social media planning group you know recipes and stuff like that so um we do try to do consistent food trucks like if it's like uh one the same one every friday and the same one every Sunday, but Thursdays and Saturdays are the ones that we get to switch out and try new ones and bring in some new varieties. Right. So right. It's a little bit easier for us to schedule, but it also allows us some some freedom to try new vendors and. If, yeah.
0: Sure. But yeah. Um. You mentioned at the old place, uh, that you had a concert or, or <laughs> yeah. a stage or something yeah. like that. So, in terms of what you got here now, like what what do you guys do here for? You said bingo. You said uh, trivia. Yeah. Uh, what other kind of things uh, will people get exposed to, activity-wise? Yeah. Fishing.
2: Oh, fishing! yeah. Yes. Is anybody <laughs> trying to swim there yet? Swim
0: there? No. Not yet.
2: No. Yeah. It's always time. No, yeah. I'm like I'm like, Should we put a "no, no swimming no. allowed" sign? No. I'm like people have. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: You should let people swim. To so not
2: yeah. do that, but um, yeah. um, besides that, we also do. Uh, we offer a. Karaoke, so that's uh, the last Friday of every month, and it's it's super fun. So I've never, a, I was never a big karaoke person, <laughs> um, but yeah, even I, um, I I partake and I have a great time with that. Yeah, and it's uh we do trivia, um, so every other Thursday, and it's just right now it's just general knowledge trivia. Give out prizes, yeah. um, first and second place. Well,
1: what about parties?
2: Yeah, every yeah. now and then we'll, have, we'll do like a release parties. We'll release like a, a special beer and have like a themed party to, to go with it. We actually have one coming up in August um, that we're working on right now, uh, planning for it.
1: Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll try to do those like every couple of months. Uh, yeah. Our last one was in the last weekend of May. We called it the House of a Thousand Misfits, which was kind of... Uh, if you watched the Rob Zombie film, House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. we kind of did our flyer that way. That's where the name Dr. Wolfenstein came from our Black IPA. Meet,
2: meet the Creeper, too. That's, yeah. a, that's a Rob Zombie. I'm, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But, 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 yeah. but like for
1: that weekend, we um, brought Nomad Barbecue, our yep. friends at Declan Hyde. They did the weekend catering for us. Uh, Saturday, we did a DJ. And then Sunday, we had an acoustic gentleman come out. So yeah. we'll do that um, every, we'll try to schedule that every six, eight weeks, along yeah. with beer releases, move beer on tap, yeah. stuff like that. So. Do like
2: a themed event to yeah. go with it.
1: Yeah,
0: pretty much. You jumped in on the Rob Zombie thing. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm, I'm a Rob a zombie, zombie fan you. too. Yeah. Rob Zombie right on fan. Too,
4: yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's cool. So you keep it kind of fresh, keep it exciting, yeah. kind of have a rotating uh, kind of activities going through. Yeah. Uh, keep <laughs> it fresh. I like it. What about, the, uh, what about the arts? Is this all... Are these
1: all originals? Are they right. one of a kinds? Yeah. So most of these you'll we'll either see on our future beer labels or you may have already seen them. Yeah. Um, so I'm like... My day job, I'm a logistics analyst in oil and gas. So the brewery and Misfit itself is completely my creative outlet to just... Just basically just let my brain go and do whatever it wants. Uh, I mean, it goes to resist style, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to be in, as hands-on as give my, as much of myself to our consumers as I can, because I don't, maybe I don't get to meet them face-to-face every day, or mm-hmm. if you come and buy a four-pack and you know, you travel for a podcast on West Texas and you share that beer, you know, that my art is in that person's hand and our yeah. beer is in that person's hand. So, yeah.
2: so there's, there's art inside the can and outside, outside that's like oh, handcrafted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah of
0: so but but yeah. on the note about the art though what if somebody comes in and says i really like that can i buy that oh uh, yeah. we've
2: there had that <laughs> so we're kind of working on that to make like a additional prints like because some of our regulars are like we can we? Yeah, we yeah we want it off the wall like um yeah. so we, we may yeah. end up making some of them as like prizes for like trivia and stuff yeah, like to sure. give them away but th- there have been requests already We just haven't gotten to making multiple.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure, I don't know what it takes to make a print, but I'm I'm sure it's easy enough to make a print. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, And whether you keep the originals here or or sell the originals or whatever it is, but, you know, NFTs, I think NFTs are. Oh, yeah.
4: We we tried tried NFTs. That That was a hot thing. That was like, what, two years ago? I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, we tried it in 2021.
2: I don't
0: know. I still think it's going to come. But uh, (laughs) it's not my world, for sure. I don't know anything about it but uh, you know look it's cool arts. it's not necessarily my flavor but right. you know everybody has their own flavor yeah. but I would imagine there's a lot of people as you said do request can I buy that right yes. yeah um, yeah it might be a cool a cool different outlet for you yeah like it and this one over here was somebody obviously enthralled enough by your brewery that says right. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring
1: you mm-hmm. some of my yeah. art you know so we, uh, how much of that do you get we um we some regulars that have been coming in that used to come in when the old group was mm-hmm. here, but they just kept coming back and we got to meet them. And then um, kind of told them the same story that, you know, this is kind of original and that he had a, um, a daughter that was super into art. And for a while, like, oh, like, we'll, we'll have her do something or maybe she can donate something. Um, and we've, we've toyed around with the idea of having, like, a spotlight for the community to be like, hey, like, if you guys want to submit something, we can, whether if it's your kid's art or something that you've done, um post it up give you a spotlight for like a month or two have people come to see it um so this is actually our first donation that we've gotten so she was just like i feel like i have something that you guys might be able to put up so yeah we put it up and we were happy about it um gave her a shout on facebook i mean facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. um her parents were actually here two days ago yes and kind of let sarah know like hey we really appreciate you guys putting this up for it. it means a lot to her um but yeah, it's just really just pushing people to be creative. I mean, that's just kind of how we, we take our approach on on this. It's just right. be as creative as possible, which, yeah. whatever, which whatever outlet that is for
3: you. Just, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the for the way the tap room is set up, do you feel there's just going to be much more art around, or is it when you feel mm-hmm. inspiration to say, hey, I'm going to put something else on here or yeah. again more donations or
2: anything so, I, we, we do want to turn a, that into a well, an art wall as well yeah. that's th- that may come off in the future and go we'll, we'll show you guys our garage area so it may end up going in there yeah. but that wall definitely it might work. turn into a mural yeah um,
1: like a whole wall mural but, um, but that's kind of what we piece together with the time that we have for now but
2: yeah and probably some behind the bar later but. yeah
0: that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, look, uh, we talked about the venue, talked about the food, talked about uh, the startup story. There's One thing left here. Let's talk I'll about the beer. beer. All right. So why don't we just take a quick little break here?
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's let's sort out this Texas taproom flight. All right. All right. Okay. Well, we're back. We took a quick little break to get some uh, refreshments here. Uh, I'm going to let you guys take it away. Take it away in the order you want to take it away in. Okay. Um, okay. But I guess
1: since they're numbered. Oh,
2: do you guys and want I to
1: serve at number one? That's yeah, easy to serve number <laughs> one. <laughs> you do do
2: huh?
1: you want to do two and then I'll do two? Huh? You want to do two
2: and then I'll Oh, yeah, yeah. Two. So uh, so number one is it's Everything Zen. That's our hazy pale lager. So it's basically our, our pale ale uh, recipe fermented on lager yeast. Very light. Mm-hmm crisp
0: slightly citrusy you said it better than no, i was going to say it. It's pretty much <laughs> very light on the palate yeah yeah, so yeah very easy to drink five percent but yeah it doesn't drink yeah. like
2: wine uh
0: so the number three before we jump into go. that yeah. yeah the everything's in is that uh are we a song bush, bush? from bush, yeah. bush? yes yes yeah, okay. that's that artwork for <laughs> that kid yeah oh,
4: okay.
2: <laughs>
0: so okay. that's where that one came from yeah. nice okay um, that was a great tune I uh, when, when Bush came on the scene, like they, they were almost, they were post-Nirvana, right? I think. Yeah. But they were still kind of... Yes. I mean, I yes. guess kind of during the same time frame. Yeah. I, I want to say, what, 92, maybe? Yeah. I still because... think their sound was a little bit different than... It was still a little bit different than Nirvana. Uh, I don't know. I was a big fan of Bush. I was a big fan of Nirvana, too. But yeah. they, they, they seem to be just a little bit different than everybody else.
1: Maybe, uh... Yeah, no, I think it's ninety two because I remember playing Need for Speed on PlayStation and they had Bush on the soundtrack and I forget what song it was, but I was uh, I really like this song. I like yeah. the because it almost sounded like Nirvana, right? And I was like, this, this sounds. Let like, me check out the rest of their stuff and then mm-hmm. ever since then i have always liked Bush yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Good <laughs> tunes. I've been trying to introduce my kids to it. Yeah, you know, like real music. You
0: know? <laughs> I shouldn't say. <laughs> I shouldn't say real music. Every, you know, there's all kinds of different styles. It's just yeah. that. You know, I, I kind of like that style. Uh, I also do like this. I'm not even a pale ale fan,
1: but yeah. uh, easy to drink, yeah. light, refreshing. Yeah, uh, I think the lager yeast. citrusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lager yeah. yeast really helps that out. So, uh, zymotic, which is number three on Y'all's Cup, is similar to number one, except zymotic is actually done on a uh, Saccharomyces strain. So it has it's a little bit fuller bodied, um, and it has. Different hops and a little bit of different water chemistry on it, so be similar, but it'll be a little bit fuller than the, yeah. the locker yeah. It's a little
0: more uh, fuller, the yeah. citrus notes are a little more subdued. It's not as citrusy as the first one,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. uh, which you know it's yeah. its own flavor, but yeah, the, the mouth feels a little more full, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Eric,
3: uh, I was gonna say, what kind of hops this one oh man uh, uh
2: we did a citra brew one and there was one more it's been it's been a little while but i know uh i can't remember the third hop
0: this one here it, yeah it's, it's definitely a different mouthfeel to it right i it is like just it's got more volume to it right yeah
1: it just comes off of uh changing the water profile on but it's it. It's, it's not enough. in the
0: way it's poured. They're all poured the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just
1: all water profile and yeast and kind of attenuation like you'll have. Uh, so that one will have more residual sugar in the beer that way to give it more of that perceptive fullness. And then the lager will be a little bit more attenuated further you know, to give more of that crisper type mm-hmm. of uh, lighter mouthfeel, plus let the water.
0: Let, let, me ask you, let me ask you this with uh, moving from... The old place to this place, uh, you're, you're not that far away. So, presumably, you're getting the same water coming into the potentially the same water coming yeah. into the facility. Have you have you guys done anything different with the water to maintain the recipes, or kind yeah. of just dealing with the we, same water?
1: We double filter. We,
2: yeah, we we are very new. <laughs> we double filter here, and yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a difference in our, our water profile. Yeah. The,
1: the tap water out here is. Completely terrible. Yeah. It's so really, but is it
0: different than the other place you were at?
1: Uh, it's similar. Um, the chlorine on it, I think here is a little bit harder than it, we have over there. yeah. So we run a basically a like chlorine filter first, and then we run that filtered water through our reverse osmosis system okay. to where we completely start blank. And, and yeah. did you have
0: a reverse osmosis at the other place too? Yes. Yes, yes, we did. Yes. Okay. So, but I'm, I'm assuming that did present some challenges in your, in your brewing, moving from one place to another and, and well, maintaining recipes.
2: Yeah, but it was, we kind of still use like
1: the thing, some. Yeah. Well, the thing with RO water is that you pretty much starting from zero, like any yeah. your minerals are stripped out of it. So whether you move from one location to the other, if you're filtering and basically stripping all the minerals out, it's like a. It yeah.
3: kind
0: of neutral, yeah. neutral yeah. water, again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: and we'll just adjust it accordingly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what's next, Uh, Eric, uh Stoner, what do you think of this one, number three? <laughs> uh, what's <laughs> it called? It's I take drinks. So I Cynodic? Cynodic? Yeah. No, it's it's it's
3: fantastic. I, as you said, the the tropical flavors are a little bit more subdued. It kind of almost gives it not really an earthy flavor, you know, finish to it, but it's just it's yeah. that full body just kind of sits on your tongue. And just really enjoyable. So,
0: yeah. I, I mean, it's good to mix them up. And that's why I like
3: flight, flight boards.
0: Because, like, look, I don't like IPAs as a general rule, but I can definitely yeah. drink one. Um, yeah. And they're yeah. nice and refreshing and fruity, uh, some of them. Of course, this one, not as fruity. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, I wouldn't, number one, there, I wouldn't, uh, everything's in. I wouldn't sit around and drink four or five of these because, uh, you know, just
4: balance fatigue, what whatever you yeah.
0: want to call it. Uh, yeah. So it's good to mix it up and try something different. If you still like the IPAs, you know, try number three is Zymonic. Uh, you know, it's good. Good way to mix it up.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's hit this next one. What's uh, number four? Number four
1: is Gucci Suits. We uh, we released that one last week. Um, that's our hazy IPA. Gucci um, Suits. What's the name with that? Uh, the so one? they're so aside from like, you know, <laughs> metal and all this other stuff, we were, we we're really big rap fans too. Uh so there's a rap group called Big Timers that was really really like prominent back in 90s the 90s something Big like that. Big Timers? Big Timers with yeah, like know. um anyways they had a really popular song um that the chorus was like uh Gucci suits <laughs> with my pimped out Gator boots or some or Gator boots with my pimped out Gucci suits. I don't know. I think one day I was listening to it and I was I was doodling and I was listening to this or the song came on and I I did a piece of art with like some some figure wearing a Gucci suit. I was like, oh, I could probably use that like as a beer label or as a name. <laughs> uh, so when we, we brewed this beer, uh, we we're trying to come up with a name and I was like, oh, we looked at the list. Like, Oh, it's it's fun. It's like a fun name. So most of our names are pretty, um, you know, darker driven. So we're like, yeah. we'll just use Gucci suits <laughs> on there to kind of mix it up a little bit. That's yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. A bit, I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do have a, a
2: couple of dark names. And
0: I'm sorry, yeah. I cut you off there when you were describing the beer, because uh, I wanted to know what that name
1: was about. But, oh.
0: but yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs>
1: uh, that one we did uh, Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy. Yes. that one. it is, so yeah. It was a kind of more like the was like the more popular type of yeah IPA hazies, uh hops yeah. that you can get. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's 7.2%. That's kind of pretty standard for an IPA. Um, that's really our top seller. Like we can, we had this conversation the other day. Like it doesn't matter if we brewed a world class pilsner, that would probably won't sell as much as our, 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 like hazies, our hazies do. do. Yeah. it's it's just crazy how just the consumption of IPAs just almost supersedes anything else. Something
2: that well, well, hasn't died out. I yes, guess. I mean
0: Stoner's enjoying this because we talked about what kind of beer he likes. He likes the IPAs. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so you gave us three IPAs here right off the hop. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Uh,
3: but uh, yeah, you must be enjoying this here. Yeah. I do. Is it, you get a little bit of residual kinda of stone fruit on the background. Yeah. Back end of it. So it's it's very satious or how you want to describe it. Yeah. Delectable. I don't know. I'm thinking of trying to try, you know, to throw in the Cicero type words when you're trying to describe you're <laughs> trying to be fancy here. Yeah. <laughs> so fancy here, Stoner.
0: Um my unsophisticated palate, um, I wouldn't, I actually, for me, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between three and four. Mm-hmm. Three and four, to me, okay. had same kind of volume, same mouthfeel. Uh, the the kind of the fruity flares flavors, a little more subdued. Yeah. Um, I could definitely tell the difference between number one and three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, uh, like I said, maybe a Cicerone, mm-hmm. who wants it, have some more fancy words involved <laughs> in um, uh, yeah. <laughs> describing just, the beer? It's just delicious. Yeah. I Absolutely. can't, I can't discern the difference. Right. Uh, but for me, three and four, all great beers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't tell the difference in three and four. One for sure. Yeah, but hey, they're all gone, so that's a good sign. <laughs> Let's do uh, number five. Doctor, my eyes. Doctor Wolfenstein. Is that right? Yes.
4: Yes. Oh, this is the
0: one you had. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he had at the beginning, the, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, that's correct.
0: Okay, tell us about this one, and then, well, tell us about the name, and then tell us about the beer.
2: Dr. Wolfenstein. That came from. Uh, so, if you've ever seen House of a Thousand Corpses, the first person that you see in that movie is Dr. Wolfenstein on TV. The whole black and white. <laughs> So that's where that came from, that name for our House of a Thousand Misfits party. I feel like he's somebody that doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, right. The name also went pretty fitting uh, for the style, Wolfenstein, and that's our black IPA. Um, so it's going to come off as a bit uh, roasty. I, I know you're a fan of the roasts. You mentioned it? that before. Oh, I um, so I was going to ask you, how do you...
0: I, I took a, a big uh, sniff of this before, and uh, yeah, the, the roasty notes and... Uh... Yeah, no, I like this one.
2: Yeah, because i like, you're not an IPA fan, but I'm like, he may appreciate that one. Yeah. The...
0: <laughs> Definitely very drinkable, and, mm-hmm. and
3: uh, Stoner started off with this one, so i assuming he likes it too. So it's very interesting because you don't really see a lot of black IPAs in a lot of breweries, so it's, it's kind of a very telling to say what kind of brought into that idea of saying, I'm going to try a black IPA for yeah. this just because it's very... I don't. Know, it, it can be a bit approachable, but again, you know, people kind of put, put off just because of the color. Right. Don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to try this to be have yeah. because you expect anything like either a dark lawyer or an imperial stout or something. You try it, and it just hits you with the hops. And you're going, mm, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: and there, there are a lot of people who are kind of they're scared of it when they see it on on the list, and we'll give them a taster of it, and they're like, oh man, this is <laughs> nothing like I thought it'd be. Obviously, because they're not IPA fans, the so IBUs are a lot lower on that, um, and you have that balance with mm-hmm. the dark darker malts and that so yeah so we turned a few people on a, like mm-hmm. IKEA's and our dark bloggers as well yeah.
0: you know when I when I was at Valensens, um you know the weird thing is sometimes on this podcast I, I tend to bring up Valensens more than other uh, uh breweries mm-hmm. and I think part of the reason for that is because I was there the longest uh <laughs> during the podcast yeah. I was there for about four hours oh uh, my
4: goodness so uh <laughs>
0: So maybe it's just time weighted average is why I talk about it, but mm-hmm. they had they had produced a um, boy. if My memory serves me correct correctly. It was uh, I think it was like a peanut butter stout. Ah oh, okay. Yeah, it was a peanut butter. It
4: was some. I think it was like a, yeah. I think it was a peanut butter stout. Mm. But it was it was
0: like a, it was a amber color, or, you know, and and he basically said. Look, you're going to look at this, and your your uh, eyes are going to deceive you, right? Mm-hmm. So, I looked at it. I thought it was a lager or something like that, maybe a blonde ale, and I drank it. It was like it was a peanut butter stout. I'm like, what's what's going on here? I think you're confusing me, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. uh, this is almost the same as you were saying with the black IPAs. Like when you look at this, and even when I smelt it, you could smell those toasted notes. Yeah, I'm not expecting. An IPA, I'm, I'm kind of expecting that something stout, a port, yeah, something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, it can kind of confuse you a bit, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I like it; it's good. Um, let me ask. So I'm just looking at your menu here, and, and those look like um, your beers, right? Because right. yeah. I'm, I'm just because you have a mixture uh, with skulls and what looks like a,
1: to be a castle. Yeah, so the, the F with the castle, I guess the crown on it, would be our, our yes. Fortress Fortress beer beers, yeah. Okay. So
0: so the other beers that are up there are Fortress Right,
1: correct.
0: Let me ask you about the relationship to Fortress Brewing, since it seems yeah. like they're in your logo. It yeah. seems like they're up on your board. Yeah, mm-hmm. What's the relationship uh,
1: there? I'll, I'll give you a little really short synopsis on, mm-hmm. on something like that. So <laughs> I was homebrewing. I met up uh, two of my friends at their top room to just kind of give them a can. While we were there, we were like, well, let's go get a beer while we're here. Um, and the bartender at the time called one of the owners and was like, hey, there's this guy up here selling beer. I think he's misfit. But by previous to this, we had already followed each other on social media, kind of had talked on social media just kind of candidly. Um, and he's like, no, he's fine. Like, just leave him be. And then I think two, three weeks later, I was having lunch at Creekwood Grill, down the street here on Tuggy, um, and I had, I forgot what beer I had from. I can't remember if it was a Blonde or like their Smash, I sent them a message and I, I want to say it's the Smash, I was like, hey man, like, I, I really like y'all Smash, um, I think like later on that day, they're like, oh, like, when are we going to do a collaboration, I was like, well, I mean, I would swing by whenever you have time and we'll talk about it, at that time, they um, did not, or, or yeah, they didn't have any hazies on top, and When I was homebrewing, that was kind of more of my dominant style that I was trying to perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so then they tried a few of my beers, tried the hazes, and like, well, we don't have this style. We don't really know much about making this style. Um, Why don't we just do a homebrew professional collaboration? So then we agreed on a recipe. Um, Then we brewed it a few times. And then after about the third or fourth try, uh, we got it to the point to where they were like, hey, let's, we really, really want to keep this on year round. It does really well here. You know, obviously, whenever we brand it, we'll, you know, pay respects and put your skull on it. Um, And then, so we just agreed on that. So now it's gone through all its renditions and now it's like their core PZIPA that they have at Fortress. So with all that being said, that was five years ago or so. Um, So then the owners kind of were mentoring me as far as, how to start a brewery, what they've learned. And really we were just meeting up every few weeks. It's more like, hey, like this is what I've accomplished this week. Like, um, and they really just took me under the wing and was just like, we'll help you with this, we'll help you with that. And then but this was kind of more of just like an independent thing. Like I was gonna do my own thing. Um and then after about a good six months, they were like, hey like, we've taught, we've you know, we've gotten together with our other ownership. Um we feel like it might be a really good idea if we kind of back you on the back end of like admin, you know, helping you finance something um, with you. Just bring the creativity the marketing that you have and let's start a spot. So that that's kind of how that came about. And then that's how we um, got into that uh, agreement with Fortress. And then now it's us Fortress and B52 and Conroe that they acquired last winter. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's kind of how like just how that came about and It's been a couple years having a relationship with those guys, and they've been completely open and really, really just open as far as, like, resources, just anything that we've needed. Um, It's just as long as we show up, right? We show up and do the work and don't let them down and just make some really good beer. Well, that's good. As
0: Stoner said, the uh, beer community is pretty open, easy to get along with, good people. Yeah. but you know, of course, there's hard work involved there too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good. Let's uh, let's do this. Uh, I had this one uh, at the beginning, but let's go over this last beer.
2: So that should be Colossus. That's our Imperial Stout. It's it's not adjuncted. It kind of tastes like it is. You get that caramel, toffee, uh, dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, roastiness, but now yeah, that's her actually our base stout.
0: <laughs> She's talking so much about the stout, it's almost like she likes she stout. Loves it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, surprise! <laughs> yeah, 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 so
2: right? yeah, I had a lot of fun. She's much making more talking about one. these
1: ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. so that's uh, her baby. We're trying to play with the recipe as far as like being our base for our barrel aged stuff. Yeah, so um, just trying to balance it out as far as like what barrels it can go to yeah get some right. feedback
2: on it so, so just try to see what barrels will just make that mm-hmm. beer even more beautiful yeah, than the, what uh, it is
3: yeah that caramel is just persistent it's really good mm-hmm. I in. Super smooth. Yeah, I can see why you're like Stoner start. <laughs> Look, I, I actually love that beer. I thought it was great. Yeah, so I'm you with too. you. I'm glad <laughs> you
0: described yeah. it. Um, I just enjoyed it. Yeah. So
2: a lot of flake oats as well gives yeah. it that nice uh, mm-hmm. mouth feel. Sarah, mm-hmm. that's
0: enough. Okay, so. <laughs> don't, don't go over overplaying the stout. <laughs> <laughs> Only kidding. I, hey, overplaying the stout all day because I think mm-hmm. it's, I think the stout's great beer. Uh, it's my favorite. And I think more breweries gotta do it year round because there's people yeah. like me that come into a brewery and, and it doesn't matter if it's July or August or whatever. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I I want to stop, you know. Uh-huh. Um, it's just my my right. my favorite right. beer. So uh,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> of course, like I said, still on the loggers because we have gotta have that good hockey beer at the end of a, a, a good workout. Right. Yeah. a Yeah. Good, you know, exercise. Uh, gotta have a good refreshing uh, beer to have. Uh, but anyways, uh, Stoner, what do you say? What's your two? Let's pick two each. Yeah, pick two. What's
3: What's your favorite two? I would probably say my favorite two are the Black IPA. Black IPA. Yeah, that's I definitely a... love the uh, the recent hazy. Okay, let's hold on <laughs> yes. the Black IPA
0: yeah. once again is the Doctor Wolfenstein. Yes. Okay. And sorry, what was the other one? Oh, the, the Gucci, Gucci suits. suits. Yeah, the Gucci suits. Yeah, that was one. That's no, the uh, 7.2% one. Yeah. Uh, that's a good pick. I like those. So my two favorite were the uh, Everything Zen, which is that uh, first hazy IPA you gave
3: me. And What's
0: a, that was a
4: pale lager. Yeah, so yeah, that's that
0: probably one why you like cool. yeah, yeah. it. That's yeah. <laughs> probably why I liked it. I that's told you my you. eyes yeah. are bad. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are bad. I can't see mm-hmm. this far away. <laughs> Uh, so the pale lager, and then of course, uh, gotta go gotta go with the uh, imperial stout, the Colossus. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, Texas Taproom flight this week. It's the Everything's In, it's the uh, Gucci Suits, the Hazy IPA, the Number Five, which is the Dr. Wolfenstein, the Black IPA, and of course, over on the other Colossus, the uh, Imperial Stout at eleven percent. I got to give a favor to the Imperial Stout. <laughs> 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 Imperial Stout's where it's at. Thank
2: you. Uh,
0: well, look, guys, uh, that's about it for us. I mean, uh, any final words? You got uh, anybody who wants to find you? They can go to misfitoutpost.com, they can find you yeah. on Facebook. Instagram. or Instagram by searching for Misfit Outpost yes. yeah. uh, what's your handles there are they the same on yes. both sides? Yes. Misfit, yes. On both. Yes. misfit sure. Outpost on both Misfit Outpost on both um, or are you active on Twitter or is it just kind of Facebook? No, no
2: we try we Twitter. Have a Twitter. Yeah. But we this hasn't been updated in years.
0: <laughs> okay, so either either the website or probably what you're most uh, active Facebook on is and Facebook, Facebook.
1: Yeah.
2: Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, definitely yeah. Instagram as far as also to keep up with our food trucks and yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah so on there you're gonna have all the yeah, as you said, food trucks, any today. events, any activities. Yes. Yep. Any beer releases, uh, basically yes. anything that's going on, you wanna mm-hmm. know about Misfit Outpost, yep. yes. the art sales.
4: <laughs> coming soon. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> you guys didn't see that, but
0: I gave him a hard eyeball there. Yeah. Uh, the art sales coming soon. Maybe get some prints, maybe some originals. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, um, but that's, you know, just go to Instagram, Facebook for Misfit Outposts. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, any upcoming events, anything you want to feature, any. This podcast is going to be released, uh, what is today? Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, Sunday evening yeah Sunday evening <laughs> Sunday night This <laughs> was Sunday Sunday Sunday
2: July night we're not today. supposed to tell them
0: on time we're drinking in the morning so it's Sunday evening uh, this might release uh, we'll see maybe by the end of this week uh, if not early to mid uh, next week okay. depends how much time I got to edit right uh, but yeah any any final sales pitch anything coming up Any anything you want to feature um, uh, any new well, beer releases like
1: if it's before the before the end of the next week or by the next weekend we're releasing uh, our Draven which is our Black Pilsner that we brew uh, we'll yeah, be releasing boy. that next week mm-hmm. um, Black pills. I might have to come back for that one and then I, like I think I'd be able to mention it the West Coast Rice Lager mm-hmm. uh, yes we'll release that next week as well
2: oh and the Jackfruit line. oh I and mean. Jack
1: yeah. oh, uh,
3: the Jackfruit oh on that
0: you guys mentioned the Jackfruit you saw it in the yeah I saw it
3: in their post it was in the uh, was in the uh, Craft Magazine, Craft
2: Brewing, yeah, that yeah. was our recent, uh, yeah, the, for their, uh, our recent feature in their uh, logger issue that just came out, so that's pretty exciting for us. And,
1: Super exciting
0: yeah. for us. <laughs> cool. yeah. um, and isn't there a summer, a
1: Texas Craft Brewers Guild summer event uh, next happening weekend. next weekend? Yes, yes. Yeah. she's yes. actually, Sarah's actually going to be yeah. volunteering and doing a
2: yeah, it's for the yeah, I'll be at the uh, the pink boots um, table See. volunteering for a bit, but I'll probably be there all day for the brewers roundup. Um,
0: yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna make my way down there as well. What's the pink boots thing? And I think I first experienced the pink boots at, or was that was it Spindle Tap?
2: It no, could have no, been there. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much all the women in the in the indus- industry okay. that. So it could have been a, maybe a meeting was hosted at Spindle Tap that day or
0: I can't remember I heard of it before I I'd never really inquired about what it's about but what, what is pin boots it's,
2: it's uh so basically women um in the brewing industry are highlighted and uh, come together and network and work together and uh yeah
0: somebody women. once told me and I don't know I, I never researched it but like women uh, back a long time ago were the predominant brewers.
4: They're yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is century. true. Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: And And besides the networking, I mean, there's so much, like, educational uh, resources that Pink Boots offers, also scholarships for women, um, um, for, uh, sometimes it's not even just, like, brewing related, like, you know, it's just anything in, like, the brewing industry, um, nice. but, yeah, they off- offer a lot, so it's great if you, you know, know anybody in the industry who'd love to join. I highly recommend it.
0: Cool. I like it. Okay, so that's it. Is that all? all, We touched on everything here. Other than that, just follow on Instagram. That's where you're going to get all the updated uh, events, activities, brew releases, um, art releases, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, And other than that, it's MisfitOutpost.com or on those other channels, MisfitOutpost. Right. Okay, guys. Look, this show is meant to be a sneak preview, so obviously come here, check out this cool art. Uh, they got some flashing stuff. Is this the <laughs> it? The into clown? No. No, oh,
2: that's exactly for our old location that we brought over. He's
4: got the balloon. <laughs> Isn't that the balloon? Yeah, yeah, that is no. a balloon.
2: It yeah. is a balloon. But he, he could be his cousin, him. honestly. I'm but yeah.
0: <laughs> like, Either way, yeah. <laughs> come check out this cool spot. We're gonna go out and we might even do some stoners. Stoner <laughs> said he wanted to go swimming later. Okay. I'm just gonna fish. Maybe That's I'll have to enough. fish. Maybe I'll have fish for to for fish. That. Stoner, and pond. Well, it's hot outside, so you gotta get in the pool. So we're gonna check uh, check out the um, uh, the warehouse area or the the garage area and and out back. Get some photos. Put this on social media. Okay. Well, look, you still got to come here. You got to check it out. Come try these great beers. They uh, partnered up with Fortress on some things on the menu here, so come try those out as well. Um, and, of course, uh, look, check us out on TexasTapRooms.com. And as always, uh, if you like this show, please join us as we travel the Lone Star State. Or, in Stoner's case, travel everywhere, checking out breweries <laughs> like, all over America. 400, and, what did we say? 410? I was just, yeah, 410. 410 Four <laughs> hundred yeah. That's crazy. It's wild, awesome. Yeah. yeah, anyways, please join us as we travel to Lone Star State fermenting your interest in Texas craft breweries and Texas craft beers, uh, Texas taprooms.